This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're going to be talking about becoming an author. We've talked about that before, but we're really going to talk about it in a different way. And I loved learning about this because it is very different, and it truly piqued my interest because it is something that everybody can do. I mean, you know, because we all think, I should write a book. I don't know how to write a book. Okay, we'll skip that part. Um, And so, you know, it's, it's something that's really piqued my interest, as I said, and I can't wait to learn more about it. So please join me in welcoming today's guest, Mike Capuzzi, to our program today. Welcome, Mike. Hi, Deb. Uh, Thank you very much. I appreciate this opportunity. I look forward to sharing some ideas with you. Great. Well, let me tell people just a little bit more about you, and then we'll jump into this. So Mike Capuzzi is a publisher, author, consultant, and coach for business owners looking to get to the next level in their business. Throughout his 25 years in marketing and 21 years as a consultant, Mike's innovative use of high-impact marketing has consistently surpassed the expectations and outcomes of traditional marketing concepts and business strategies for his clients. This expertise has led him to be a guest speaker on the stages of some of the world's most foremost experts on marketing, including Dan Kennedy, Bill Glazier, Rory Fatt, Ed Rush, and Julie Steinbacher. To date, Mike has helped thousands of business owners create more profitable marketing. Holy schmoly, this is going to be great. But, you know, let's let's take a step back because we're actually going to be talking about, as I mentioned, books and how to be an author and how you can help our listeners be authors. But how'd you get to where you are today? Well, uh, interesting question, Deb, because it was not... A straight path, probably like a lot of your listeners, mm-hmm. maybe like yourself. Uh, as we were talking about uh, before we hit the record button, uh, I'm an engineer by degree. Mm-hmm. So I have a Penn State engineering degree mm-hmm. and did engineering for a number of years. This is back in the 80s um, after college and was fortunate enough to be able to join a software company mm-hmm. that was very small. I was employee number 57 mm-hmm. and uh, was there for almost nine years. And in that time, that was when the dot-com bubble happened. So this company went from very small to very big, uh, Mm. thousands of employees. Mm -hmm. I traveled around the world. Uh, I was in a technical role, but moved about halfway into my tenure there 
to a marketing role. So mm -hmm. they, they had to assume marketing responsibilities. Mm -hmm. They put together this team and I, I asked to be a part of that. And uh, it was the best decision <laughs> I ever made because it mm -hmm. got me into the marketing world. Uh, I met my wife, uh, who wasn't my wife obviously at the time, but she was an intern there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just a great, great experience. But mm -hmm. I always had this itch to work for myself. Mm -hmm. So long story short, in late 1998, uh, you know, at the height of the dot-com era, uh, I, I left this great paying job mm -hmm. to go off on my own. And it was a tremendous ride. Uh, worked with a lot of software companies initially, big companies. Mm -hmm. Uh, did consulting for them, marketing consulting, software marketing consulting. And then um, I actually, you know, probably six, seven years into that, um, I read a book by Dan Kennedy uh, mm -hmm. on direct marketing, and that changed my life. It mm -hmm. just opened my eyes to a new type of marketing, small business owners, et cetera, and I pivoted. And um, that was probably about 2005, 2006. And since then, I've just been serving small, medium-sized business owners. Mm -hmm. I call them, typically, I call them Main Street business right. owners and uh, help them with marketing. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit more about a Main Street business because I love this concept because everything we hear, we do, all those things is online. Mm -hmm. It's online. And, and of course, we're not saying that they're, they're not. But you know, what is a Main Street business in, in your definition? Yeah, well, I have my own definition, but I just saw something recently. I loved it. I've got to figure out a way to incorporate it in my own marketing. But someone wrote that a Main Street business owned, a Main Street business is the type of business that can sponsor your kids' little league team. And I thought, well, that's kind of a cool concept because Amazon's not doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Wayfair's not doing right. that. These big, you know, online marketing behemoths, mm -hmm. they're not sponsoring your kids' right. little league team. Mm -mm. So a Main Street business owner, uh, to me is the, you know, obviously main streets don't exist in a lot of areas, but you know, it's the person who has a local uh, community that he or she mm -hmm. serves with their products or services. Mm -hmm. And yes, they will have typically an online component. I mean, mm -hmm. who doesn't, but they, they have, uh, just a localized, uh, reach. They have mm -hmm. a localized, you know, geographic area they serve, and that's mm -hmm. all they want. They don't right. need to be world famous. I'm in Pennsylvania. They don't need to be world famous in California or around mm -hmm. the world. Right. So that's what I define as a mainstream mm -hmm. business owner, the traditional type mm -hmm. of business that, you know, sells products and services. Right. Yeah, and it's funny because when you stop to think about it, we realize just how many businesses are, you know, a Main Street business. And, and many of them are your doctors, your lawyers, your CPA, you know, <laughs> It, could you do business with someone, you know, that's that's not local? Now, well, for a doctor, probably not. I mean, actually, I take that back. You yeah. know, there are the concierge type of online things. But I'm sorry, I got a boo-boo that needs stitches. <laughs> you know, that, no. You know, and, and so, um, you know, and, and certainly, you know, your CPA could be somewhere else. But it, it is still that physical presence you know we go in to see them or we at least pick up the phone or, or something like that and they're also the people that we see at networking events you know we we have you know we see them over and over and we see them at the kids softball games you know all of those various things and from a marketing perspective because you know that's the my you know i i'm i am an in heart a marketing person it seems like we have kind of forgotten them, you know, and, and, and so I love this concept of not only, you know, working with them as you do, 
but you know that they do still exist yes. because I'm guessing that many of the people that are listening to or watching this program are those type of people. You know, they, they, you know, they, they have that office. Maybe they're a PR firm. You know, again, they can be working with people worldwide, but they still have a location. They go and they meet with people. Right. It might be at Starbucks, might be at a networking thing, but you know, it, Amazon, Walmart, all of those things don't fulfill every, every need that we have. Now, and, and to your point, I mean, <clears throat> the local business owner has a tremendous opportunity that they may even forget from time to time because mm -hmm. there's so much noise about mm -hmm. the online and, you know, the death of the local retail or the death of the local mm -hmm. small business owner, uh, which is, you know, nonsense. But they have such an opportunity that these mm -hmm. big behemoths do not have. Right. And that's that level of personal, mm -hmm. personalized, me to you, uh, you know, a way to create a relationship. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of small business owners don't get that. They, right. they just miss the opportunity. Mm -hmm. But the opportunity is there to create an exceptional, remarkable business mm -hmm. with just a few smart things. Mm -hmm. Well, and many of them, especially if they're, say, a, a doctor, a lawyer, a CPA, they they don't market themselves, um, you know. And, and now, granted, there are some restrictions, you know, and so we're not going to go into to those. But... You know, it's it. They do still need to market themselves. You know, word of mouth is only going to get them so far, and so that's kind of where you have come in with these little and I'm truly little books. You know, and and you know, and, and I'm going to take a step back because one of the things that we're always told as a small business owner is now I'm going to put on my my marketing voice. In order to be an authority. And to really get yourself out there, you need to be an author. You need to write a book. And, you know, and, and we all think, oh, my gosh, do I have, you know, war and peace in me? When am I going to do it? When am I going to have time to do it? You know, all of these various things. And that's not what you're talking about at all. And that's what really piqued my interest with this. Because you, you have this series, well, not really a series. I mean, it could be a series. Somebody could make them into a series. And, and some of your authors have. But they're small books. They're bite-sized books. I read your current book, which is Main Street Author. Um, I read it in, a, in you know, about an hour. And that's the whole concept. So walk us through this. Tell us how you develop these concepts of these books. Yeah, and, it, and it's, it's the promise of a bite-sized book mm -hmm. uh, is that it can be read in about an hour. Um, so just to kind of, you know, I know we have the video, so I mm -hmm. talk with my hands too. I grew up in an Italian family, so I've got to talk with my hands and I've got to talk about food. Mm -hmm. So uh, in homage to my Italian grandmother, who was a great cook, she had her recipes. Mm -hmm. And these bite-sized books that you refer to are my, it's my recipe mm -hmm. for the type of book I believe mm -hmm most business owners should think about authoring. Mm -hmm. um, actually, we call them shooks, Deb, shooks. Mm -hmm. Shooks stand for short, helpful book. Mm -hmm. so it's a shook. It's my brand, which in that in itself is a little marketing strategy, right? right in order to right. be different, mm -hmm. in order to be new, and in order to mm -hmm. appear innovative, you've got to have your own recipe. Mm -hmm. So shooks are my recipe. Mm -hmm. uh, they are direct response books, if that means something to your audience, meaning they are the type of book that is designed to get a reader from point A to point B in about an hour mm -hmm. and then offer that person a very specific next step. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to work with me, here's the next step. If you want this product, here's the next step. Right. Fortunately, most book authors make a huge mistake and they don't tell their readers what to do next because right. the reader's interested in a topic. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. They want to learn more. Mm -hmm. And most authors do not give that next step. And you should want to learn more from that author because, hello, they're an expert. Right, right. So Shooks uh, are really meant to be a short, helpful book that can Mm -hmm. be written by what I define as a Main Street author. And Mm -hmm. Main Street authors are two types of people. They are the local business owner we Mm -hmm. already talked about. But also, to your point, they are also people who serve Main Street uh, Mm -hmm. business owners. So your CPAs... Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, you serve, you know, you don't have a bricks and mortar mm-hmm. physical location, but you serve Main Street business owners. Mm-hmm. You would be uh, a great candidate for a Shook. Um, so a couple things, I know not everyone's going to see the video, but you know, a Shook is a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, like here's a traditional business book by a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I'm actually interviewing him on my podcast later today. And then here's a, you know, it's six by nine. Mm-hmm. Here's a Shook. Uh, a little bit yeah, smaller, so slightly smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about a, about 120 pages or so, um, and it follows a very specific recipe. So mm-hmm. we make it very simple for people to know exactly what they need to write. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, they're just there's so many reasons why I believe a shook um, is a smarter type of book. Now, mm-hmm. listen, I am not against traditional business books. I have right. a library over mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love books. I love printed books, mm-hmm. um, but there are times when a more focused, mm-hmm. um, easier to read, I just, I have this problem, I need to fix it, mm-hmm. here's the book on it. Right. I don't want to read a 300-page mm-hmm. book on how to sleep better at night because I'm not mm-hmm. sleeping well. I want the answer and then I want to mm-hmm. know what to do next. Right. So that's the promise of a shook mm-hmm. is focus, quick read because, you know, I don't know if you're like me, but I know when I buy a book and I start reading it and I I call these, you know, the traditional traditional book, I call them a lot of times they're books with bloat. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're unnecessarily, they have unnecessary content to reach mm-hmm. a certain page count that the publisher requires. Um, so I start it and I'm like, oh gosh, you know, and the next thing I know, I've lost interest and it mm-hmm. never gets read. So the right. promise of the book is never realized. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I try to solve by that by allowing the reader to read it and then feel the happiness and the accomplishment of mm-hmm. reading it, and then again going to the next step. Mm-hmm. So that's really you know the the, the big focus. It's a different right. size, a different formula, um, and again, I think just about anybody can use a shook to promote mm-hmm. your business. Right. You know, and and I you know I'm I'm like you. I love books. I have lots of books. I'm completely surrounded in here by books, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and I I will buy you know. A, the books that, you know, or have, you know, have them sent to me that are, you know, marketing, business, all of these various things. And then I, you know, I travel quite a bit. So I put them in my bag. Mm-hmm. Don't get it out. Get home. Uh, you know, next trip. And sometimes it didn't even get out of the bag, you know, stayed in the bag before the next trip, you know, and, and all of these. And, and so, you know, three or four times I have gone on a trip. I have lugged this book along with me with every intention of at least reading it on the airplane. Well, you know, there were other things I could do and, and all of those. And, you know, and, and again, they're great books, mm-hmm. but there's just something about even starting that, that makes me think, ugh. What else can I do? What can I find to do? You know, oh, oh, look, there's, you know, the, the new in-flight magazine. You know, haven't, haven't seen it or take a nap or, or do whatever. 
And what I like about a shook, and this is the, the main premise of it, is exactly what you said. It's one thing. So this is not how to do LinkedIn, you know, everything you ever wanted to do. You know, it might be how to write your profile or, you know, something like that. And, and so it's short, it's sweet, it solves that problem. And then, you know, like we said, it could be a series, you know, might be that somebody has, you know, multiple of those, but you know, if that was all somebody needed, they just read that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. So I am working with an elder law attorney Mm -hmm. um, and, and actually I'm working with her coaching members too, to help them with shooks. Mm -hmm. But one of her specialties is Alzheimer's disease, Mm -hmm. uh, dementia. So we are now working on our third shook in this series. Mm -hmm. Um, The first shook was for the person who's been diagnosed. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she outlines very specific strategies, ideas, tips for the person who just received Mm -hmm. that damaging news. Right, and is so overwhelmed Uh, when they go to Dr. Google that they're like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. And the the title, you know, we we can talk more about this too, like how Mm -hmm. important these different strategies are, but the title of her Shook series is You're Not Alone. Mm-hmm. Because she wants these people to know they're not alone, right? And, and her firm and all the resources she's mm-hmm. developed. So the first one was for the person diagnosed. Mm-hmm. The second shook was for the caregiver. Mm-hmm. So a different type of person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The mom that has Alzheimer's, right? The, the daughter, and then has the spouse, her, the children. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then as we've gone down this road for about a year now, we've understood that. Dementia, which is a form of Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. is yet a different focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and people who have dementia or a family member that has dementia, they want to know more about dementia. Mm-hmm. So we're actually, we're just putting the finishing touches on the third shook, which is uh, you're not alone understanding dementia mm-hmm. um, because it's, that again, that focused mm-hmm. topic. Right. And I can't stress that enough. I mean, your podcast uh, it's a focused topic. It's about mm-hmm. an hour long. I mean, it's 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 really a, an exact replica of mm-hmm. a shook. It gives someone what they want in about mm-hmm. an hour on a particular topic. Um, right. It's it's a, in this day and age, uh, it's a strategy we must all be aware of. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And uh, the the example that you're using, you know, I'm assuming that you know because she is an elder law attorney, in her book she is talking about the legal things that you need to be doing, Um, you know, because clearly with Alzheimer's, I mean, you know, that gets, because you have lucid times, you have, you know, all sorts of things that that need to be dealt with. And, you know, and, and you're really just trying to tread water, you know, that's, that's it. And, and, and of course the other thing is you're also trying to not deal with it. Right. Yeah, let's be honest. You know, it's like, no, no, no. It's, you know, especially in the early stages, because there's only going to be, you know, bits and pieces here and there. And, and, um, and certainly family members are going to, to try to ignore it. But there are things that need to be done. And, of course, it's just like any other book. It, yes, you know, it's going to tell you these things. And, and as you mentioned, there's a call to action, you know, to say, okay, here, we can help you with it. But it's also, you know, okay, you can go off on your own and do this. It's not, you know, you, you right. don't, it's not a tease is maybe right. the way to put it. You know, right. we're only going to tell you enough so that then you have to call us. No, you know, that's, that's not the, the goal of this. Sure. We hope that you, you do the follow-up, but that's not necessary. Yep. Well, I'm going to 
forgive me. Uh, I'm going to ask a rhetorical question, but I'll sure. put you on the spot for a second. Okay. Okay. As a matter of fact, I'm getting ready to speak at an elder law mm -hmm. uh, event in a couple mm -hmm. weeks, and I've actually incorporated this question into my mm -hmm. presentation. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, Deb, what do most people want? What do most consumers want, right? And, I, and, I, and I, you know, there's a zillion answers, but mm -hmm. here's what I believe most people want when they're either faced with a problem, they mm -hmm. have a challenge, or they want to learn something new mm -hmm. or achieve something. They want peace of mind. Right. I mean, who doesn't want peace of mm -hmm. mind? Who doesn't want to know that when um, they buy a product, it's going to work the way they say mm -hmm. it does, or when they buy a service? So I share that because... And so many businesses, many business owners kind of miss that point. Mm -hmm. Like my prospects, they just want the comfort. They want to know I'm an expert. Mm -hmm. They want to know I know what I'm talking about. They want to know I'm good at what I do. And being a book author, being a shook author is a step in that direction. Right. So with these uh, shooks that I just described with the elder law attorney, one of the very first strategies we understood we had to achieve was empathy. Mm -hmm. We had to be empathetic. Right. We had to understand. She's a very seasoned lawyer, so she knew mm -hmm. all this. But it had to come through mm -hmm. in her writing. Right. Um, and it's, that's the kind of thing. So, it, you know, the beauty of a shook, just like you and I are having an hour conversation, mm -hmm. a shook allows a, an hour or so conversation with the author and the reader. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, they may not read it all in its entirety, but the idea is it can be done. Mm -hmm. And that's a powerful that's a powerful thing to have, that mm -hmm. undivided attention. Um, and, and it allows the author to express empathy, express authority, express expertise, and all the things that, you know, a website, a lot of these other, you know, a brochure, mm -hmm. a business card, all this other stuff that we have, it, you know, it just doesn't mm -hmm. allow. So right. even in this day and age, Deb, I still contend that being a published author of a printed book mm -hmm. and then ebooks and audiobooks mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know down the line right but a printed book that someone can hold have next to their bed have mm -hmm. on their decks desk it's one of the smartest things you can do mm -hmm. right you know and of course what i'm thinking about is you know your, your books especially that you know are are in some way say um, medical related you know this one would be one um, you know, you, you work with dentists, and, you know, and, and that one fascinated me too. So we'll talk a little bit more yeah. about that. But yeah. how many times have you gone to meet with said person and you're sitting there for an hour? <laughs> hey, look, you could be reading their shook, yep. um, you know, whether it's in the attorney's office or the doctor's office or, or whatever, you know, and, and it is, it is, it is something that I think there is still something about that, that value of having the printed book. Um, you know, we were talking before the program, I, I read a lot of books online. You know, there, there are eBooks people, you know, there are some people that an audio book you mentioned are, are just going to be the best way for them. But somehow when you've got a book book, it, it makes a difference. Um, you know, if you're one of those people that writes in them, okay. Um, you know, my husband collects books. If I even get a pin near a book, he just, yeah. He's, so, he's, I'm just like him, by the way. I know. And, <laughs> I, and know I, you know, weird. I, I didn't, you know, I haven't written really in a book since I was in college. And it was like, what are you highlighting? Okay, I'll highlight that too. <laughs> um, but, you know, there, there is something about having that book. And when it is that small, 
you know, it, you can you can get through it fairly quickly. Now, we're not saying, you know, you're, you're going to be stuck in somebody's office for an hour no matter what, but it really is a quick read. And the way that they're written, because it's this process to kind of walk people through, that is what makes it a quick read also. You know, you, you, it, it, you, you kind of have to do the whole thing, but knowing that, you know, it's really only going to take me about an hour. Okay, I'm going to read it before I go to bed in the, you know, while I'm waiting for an appointment, whatever, you know, it's, it is that quick thing as opposed to, gee, I'm going to put it in my bag and lug it with me every trip I go on and never get it out. Right. Well, you know, in the same way that main street business owners have the opportunity of bringing people into their place of business, Mm -hmm. going to visit someone's place of business or home, networking events. I mean that, you know, nothing is, nothing replaces in-person face-to-face transactions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, having a printed book that you use as a business card, mm-hmm. having, you know, someone says, Hey, you know, Mike, why should I do business with you? And I say, well, listen, you know, here's all the reasons why just read mm-hmm. my book. It'll take you an hour. And I hand this to you, Deb, mm-hmm. um, s- you know, regardless if the person's a reader, not a reader, mm-hmm. something special happens. Mm-hmm. I believe something special happens. Right. Now all of a sudden you, you, the author, uh, you know, the person who's getting the book, looks at you differently and there's just in this day and age even with the plethora of books and amazon mm-hmm. authors still command mm-hmm. a higher level right. of respect so if mm-hmm. you have lawyer one and lawyer two mm-hmm. dentist one dentist two chiropractor one chiropractor two one has a book one isn't a mm-hmm. published author um most often more often than not the one that is the published author will be able to charge higher fees mm-hmm. have a you know just a better right. strategy um for attracting mm-hmm. and keeping customers Right. Yeah, because it is a different level of authority. You know, even if it's just somebody thinking, okay, they took the time to write the book. Um, You know, and and because that, you know, that that is one of those things. People think, oh my gosh, it takes a long time. Now, a shook still takes time, you Mm -hmm. know, and and one of the things that that I really want to emphasize is it still needs to be well written. Yeah. Um, You know, this, you know, grammar police, you know, there will be mistakes that happen, you know, things, things that, no perfect book. Right. You know, and, and, you know, and, and, and I, yeah, I'm one of those people I find, "Mm." Um, (laughs) but, you know, but it's still, it does, because that is part of your level of professionalism. You know, if, if you get there and there mixed up or the twos mixed up, no, it's not going to matter what you say. I'm just not going to pay any attention. Um, so it does still need to be well-written. It needs to be well-written in the fact that it, you've, you've had, um, you know, we're going to go back to our, our, you know, remedial English where you had a, a you know, a, a premise, you've got your, your subject, you know, you work through all this, you might have characters, you know, however you're, you're writing it but it has structure. That's it. That's the word I was looking for. Um, and, you know, and, and so it is still a well-written book, but it's, you know, it, it, it was funny when you were talking about, you know, it takes an hour and you give it to someone. I was thinking, this is very similar to sitting down with someone over coffee yes, and, and saying, okay, here's, here's how I can, can work with you. Here's how I can help you. Here's, you know, here's how we can solve your problem. But I'm not having to go to Starbucks and you know get all amped up on coffee to, to do it, right? Um, and, and that's that's a reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, this notion of I write about it in one of my shooks. This idea of undivided attention, mm-hmm. and that a book reader and you're you're having a conversation, albeit mm-hmm. a virtual one, right? But uh, and it's a one way one, but it's still this 
opportunity of undivided attention, mm-hmm. and now the reader is focused. Um, but I want to I want to go back to something you said because it's one of my little you know things that irritate me. Uh, oh. Not that we, not what you said, but what you brought up, which <laughs> is um, and as you can imagine, the marketing world has unfortunately um, you know prostituted a lot of things that were mm-hmm. good, and now. You know, so email marketing, and there's so many things that marketers have just taken to an extreme mm-hmm. and just done, you know, things that I, I don't appreciate. Well, one of the things I've heard marketers talk about, and these are marketers that uh, help people with books, mm-hmm. uh, publish books, and there's a ton of people out there, but um, I've heard this over and over again. You know, it doesn't matter if someone reads your book. You know, all you just want the is the fact the, that you've got it. Yes, right, right. It doesn't matter. They, they'll, they'll never, they're never going to mm-hmm. read it, so don't worry about it. And, you know, a lot of times to your point, and maybe it's folks like you and me who are you know, more appreciative of good quality books, mm-hmm. but if I get a book that was self-published right away, I could tell if it was an amateur that did mm-hmm. it or someone who at least knew what they right. were doing. There's some fundamental book rules mm-hmm. besides the English ones, but um, I believe that your book should be written in such a way that you expect someone to read right. it. Why to bother? Read it. I mean, right. that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, again, it goes back to, again, marketers trying to make the promise. Oh, mm-hmm. does it, we can get this done in two hours. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You know, if they read it, at least you have, and you can mm-hmm. hand it out. I think that's baloney. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, if you have something important to say, if you help people mm-hmm. with something or you can show them how to do something better, why would you not want right. them? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and whether it's a shook or, you know, something that's much bigger. Yeah. Why, why do it if, if you don't want people to read it? Right. Right. Um, and again, I think that's, you know, that's one of the mistakes people make. I think another mm-hmm. mistake, as I mentioned earlier, is this idea. There's a, there's sort of a, especially with, you know, um, editors and very traditional publishers that there's a purity to books. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, listen, there are obviously different types of book. A shook is a sales tool. This is a mm-hmm. sales tool, right? Right. It is a marketing tool. Mm-hmm. It is right. So I'm not going to tell you it's the next war and peace or, yeah, you know, someone's mm-hmm. going to remember this a hundred years from now. It is meant to help somebody with the problem, solve that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but this notion that you cannot promote, that you cannot quote sell in a book, I think is, is mistaken. Now I don't, recommend, nor do I try to do it in my own uh, or for our clients. I don't recommend going crazy, but I do recommend saying, listen, and we typically offer two pathways for the person who's highly interested and wants the next thing quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, we call it the active pathway. So mm-hmm. we give them very specific directions. Here's the next step. Oftentimes there's other readers who aren't quite ready um, they just want more information. Mm-hmm. So we call that the passive pathway. Mm-hmm. And we offer those people, those readers, a pathway to get more information. Mm-hmm. But we're at least bringing the two types of readers, the ones that are most likely to eventually become customers, pathways to get what they want. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot, of, a lot of people who write books, business books, books to promote themselves, make that mistake. Um, so I just want to you know, mm-hmm. let everyone know that yeah, you, you do want to tell your readers what to do next. Right, right. Yeah, because the, the goal of this book, it's not a fiction book. You know, the goal is to help them solve a problem. Right. Um, you know, and, and so that's, that is why you should be writing it. You know, and if you're writing it just to glorify yourself, 
then no, you know, and, and of course we've all read business books like that, right? You know, and then, you know, we've also read books that aren't well written. So you read the whole book and you're going, okay, I still don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, you know, and, and whether it took me 15 minutes or, you know, five hours to read it, if I'm not understanding it, you know, that's, that's not going to work. And to me, the book should be, it, it kind of comes back to that, you know, having coffee with someone. It's an extension of you. So, you know, it's an extension of the conversation. Maybe it's an initial conversation, depending on, you know, what your subject is. And, and so that's the way it needs to be written. And what I love is that you can write shooks on any subject, you know, and, and so when I was reading yours, I loved, you know, some of the, the things like, you know, one, one gentleman wrote it on how to sell mattresses. Okay, that's like a really tiny little market, but it fit a need, um, you know. And and one of the other ones was was a dentist who was using his to to talk about fillings and the fact that you know there are the the mercury fillings are really not good for us. And you know, for those of us of a certain generation, um, you know, we all have mercury fillings. And so he was using that as, you know, as, as a way to, to get that message out there. Now, clearly, you know, it's, it could be read by anybody around the world and they're going to go, okay, well, I need to go to my dentist, but he also was using it for his own practice. Um, you know, and, and so it is kind of that, that duo fold thing of just getting information out there and, and being helpful, as we said, and then trying to, you know, get your own clients, customers, whatever the heck you're going to call them. Yeah. So if we could talk about that, that mm -hmm. particular shook, that was Dr. Kevin Flood, who mm -hmm. unfortunately just passed away mm. uh, unexpectedly. He mm -hmm. was a longtime client of mine. Um, it was shocking. Uh, it was very sad. But he was a, um, what they call a, bi a, bio he, a biological dentist, holistic mm -hmm. dentist. So he, his approach was very holistic, mm -hmm. very natural. Um, and one of the things that I was not aware of, because I, well, 10 years ago, I, I also worked with a biological dentist mm -hmm. um, and it scared me so much. And it, you know, the idea of mercury in your mouth right. that eventually I did have all my mm -hmm. amalgams removed. But anyway, um, he also wrote a book. He asked my, this is 10 years ago before I really developed the shook mm -hmm. for his practice. He wrote the typical 300 page hardcover, spent a fortune, took him two years to write. And I could, I couldn't even read the book. It was mm -hmm. so technical. Right. So, you, know, you made the mistake of writing a technical textbook versus a book that someone who, you know, may be getting headaches or right. has a mm -hmm. reaction and it turns out it's the mercury. Anywho, um, Dr. Kevin Flood wrote a short book on uh, the, the dangers of mercury in your mouth. And again, if you do have silver amalgams in your mouth, there's mercury and mercury is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. So it's a part of his practice, was a part of his practice, that he really uh, wanted to raise awareness. Now, here's what's cool, Deb. We wrote a, a shook. I'm looking over. It's on my bookshelf over here. Um, and, um, you know, he used it in, in, his, in his practice. But here's the smart thing that he did. And it's one of the smartest things Main Street business owners can do with a printed book. And I advise all my clients to do this is he developed a strategic partner network. So you think about people who are interested in a more holistic approach to dentistry, probably visit health food stores, right. probably they may go to yoga studios, mm -hmm. they may go to chiropractors. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a sort of a genre of businesses right. they frequent. 
he worked with and identified like 20 different businesses in, in his area. And he, they allowed him to put uh, little racks of his shook, like the ones mm -hmm. behind me right there, mm -hmm. um, put them on their, you know, their, their, where, where people check out or whatever, give them away. He wasn't mm -hmm. looking, you know, you know right. he, shook authors aren't looking to make money with their books. They're no. shook, right. So uh, within the first 30 days of doing this, he, uh, it was either three or four new patients that he would not have gotten otherwise mm -hmm. had someone not seen his show right. at the <clears throat> health food store. Mm -hmm. So again, it goes back to the power of print, printed mm -hmm. books. And it also goes back to the power of being a main street business owner mm -hmm. that you have this opportunity. There are other businesses that align with you. So why not ask them, can you put my shook mm -hmm. in there? Give it away. Right. Can the CPA give away a financial advisor? Mm -hmm. Yes. So, mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, Kevin, like I said, passed away, but, um, the power of his shook was very real. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and again, it is just a marketing tool. Um, you know, and, and so by partnering with someone, you know, for one thing, say it's, it's your chiropractor and you're going, well, I like my chiropractor. So if my chiropractor thinks this guy is a good guy, maybe I should read it. Um, you know, and, and that kind of gets back to either active or passive word of mouth. Um, you know, and, and so, so that's good. And because they are these little books, these shooks, it's not a huge investment. You know, you're not giving away a 1995 book. Um, yes, it is an expense. I mean, clearly you're getting it, you know, printed, you're, you know, there's the initial, you know, cost that goes into it. And then you're getting it printed and, and all of those various things. But, you know, be honest, go look. If I were to look in my closet, there's probably $5,000 <laughs> worth of old brochures and business cards and things like that that I don't know why I keep them. I mean, you know, for one thing, you know, why are they away. even in there? Why haven't I recycled them? But, you know, we, we do all of those things and, and we spend the time, you know, and, and, and our time is money. So, you know, we do all of those things. So why not make it something like this that is something tangible? Um, you know, I always tell people to blog. You know, that's, that's a great way to get your message out there. Okay, we'll take 10 of your blog posts and holy cow, there's a, a shook. Um, you know, and, and clearly different people are going to read, you know, and, and consume content in different ways. But, you know, there's, again, you know, you've got that book. It's, it is that physical thing. You know, I've got, let's see if I can pull this out. So here's, here's my stack of business cards that I maybe kind of need to do something with. What's going to happen is I'm going to kind of do something with them into the trash can. Um, but I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to throw away a book. Now I might donate it somewhere, but I will never throw away a book. Um, but it's going to go on my shelf. So I might not need that then, but I'm going to see it. Um, you know, and, and so it's that kind of continual reminder also. Yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of things you said that I'll, I'll, I'll kind of hit on. I, I have a saying where I say, you know, salespeople use brochures, experts use books. Mm -hmm. And it's a subtle difference, but it's an important difference. And, mm -hmm. you know, I get thank you letters. I've, my clients get thank you letters. Um, when someone reads a book, they're shook and it helps the person. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of anyone writing a thank you note to someone because they gave them a brochure. Right. Oh, this was the coolest brochure I ever yeah, got. Like, oh, I just needed that. Yeah. Um, so there's a subtle difference and it's a very real difference. Um, mm -hmm. Another thing that you, you hit upon, and this is a key thing. So I published my first book in 2007 mm -hmm. and that was really before the time of print on demand. Mm -hmm. 
And um, that first book we had to get, and it was a paperback. Mm -hmm. um, we had to print thousands of copies right. in order to get the price point to a certain mm -hmm. price point. Well, that's all gone now. Mm -hmm. Print on demand, and there's Amazon's print on demand. Mm -hmm. There's other book printers out there. It enables you that you don't need boxes of mm -hmm. books. You don't, right. you know, yes, the price goes down, but you can get 100 books, mm -hmm. uh, shook, like something like this is a couple of dollars in a mm -hmm. quantity of 100. So mm -hmm. you, I always advise clients, don't order thousands of these things. Mm -hmm. Order 100, right. 200, use mm -hmm. them. You might want to tweak it. You might have to find a mistake. Mm -hmm. You want to fix it. Then you print the next mm -hmm. batch. Um, and they are cost effective. Mm -hmm. I mean, we put, a, put together a really nice package that we mail to prospects who might want to publish with us. And that whole package, including a custom box, uh, a couple shooks, is under ten dollars. Mm -hmm. It has such a wow factor. Right. You know, digital books don't have that wow factor. Mm -hmm. You know, audiobooks don't, brochures surely don't. Mm -hmm. Again, all important tools. I am not denying. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, we we need all of those. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But there's still something special about a printed book. And real mm -hmm. quick, um, I, I'm working with the CEO of a software company right now. He's it's so amazing how things happen. But I reached out to him because I was interested in his software. Long story short, his software wasn't right for me, but he is now a Shook client. Mm. Um, and only after he read my uh, Shook Main Street author, and he said, Mike, uh, that was the first printed book I've read in years. Now, this is the CEO of a software company. Mm. He said, all I listen to anymore are audiobooks. Right. So I took that in. We now have an audio version, mm -hmm. thanks mm -hmm. to Jeff. But um, uh, he read my book, and I tell people very specifically, here's what you do. Here's how to write it. Mm -hmm. you know, go do it. If I'm, if you want me to help you, I'll happy to help you. But, mm -hmm. and he did. He wrote the first manuscript, the first draft, uh, fifteen thousand words, which is mm -hmm. about what a shook is. Mm -hmm. And then he was stuck. He needed help cleaning it up. Mm -hmm. He needed help editing it. He needed help polishing it up, making it look good. So that's where we are now. So mm -hmm. he just he, he gave up his hands and said, you know what, I was going to do it on my own, but you know, and we right. make it very cost effective. Mm -hmm. I mean, Deb, as you can imagine. There are Rolls Royce type publishers mm -hmm. and consultants that charge fifty thousand um, dollars. You know, there's somebody up on you know Guru.com that might charge one hundred and fifty bucks. Um, you know, we're not at either extreme, but typically, I would advise people: you can do it on your own, but in some capacity, you're going to want to work with a professional who knows mm -hmm. what they're doing because you only get one one chance to make a first impression. Mm -hmm. And to your point a little while ago, if your book, your shook looks or reads like crap, mm -hmm. it's going to do more damage than good. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and let's talk a little bit more about that. You need an editor, you know, whether they're hiring your team or, you know, somebody else, you need an editor. None of us write perfectly. Um, you know, and that's just, you know, we, we have to have an editor. So, you know, you have to have that. You know, we, we need the grammar police, you know, we, your, your word processing software is only going to catch so much, you know, all of those various things. But there's also the look, you know, again, it has to look professional, you know, it, it can't, it can't look like your kid designed it with his crayons unless that's your target market, um, you know, and, and so it, it has to look like a professionally written book because it is a professionally yes. written book. And so, you know, there are, there's, you know, there's the, 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 the guts of, you know, how you do it, you know, what font you use, what your, your page layout is. 
Um, you know, I, I love the fact that you mentioned that, you know, hello, we're all getting a little older. And so you use a little bit bigger font, um, a little bigger spacing, you know, all those various things. I get books all the time that I'm like, okay, well, okay. What, what part of my <clears throat> trifocals am I having to look through here to be able to read this book? No. Um, you know, and, and so that is, of course, part of that is knowing your audience. Um, you know, and, and for the most part, the audience is getting to be a little more mature. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, again, you want this to not be like a professional book. It is a professionally produced and written book. So it's, it's going to take an investment on your part. You know, not only your time to write it, but your time to get it designed, to get it edited, all of those things. But back to, you know, you've got all these brochures sitting in your, your closet that aren't doing anything, or maybe you actually threw them away. But, you know, the, the, the really cool thing, and I love this, is the print on demand. You know, you find a mistake, you know, all those things. You know, I'm, I'm from the time when, when you got a brochure printed, you had to get 10,000 yep. printed. Yep. And I'm sorry, you know, if you gave out, you know, every person you met, you still were going to have 5,000 brochures, right? Um, you know, now you get just what you need printed um, and, and you can fix it. Yep. Uh, you know, it's, and, and update it. You know, yes. it was funny. Before yes. the program, you asked if I had written a book. And I said, well, I'm one of those that got partway through. I was going to write a book on LinkedIn, and it was going to be the ultimate LinkedIn book, right? Now, you can't do that, you know, because you don't know everything. I don't care who you are, you know, even if you're a LinkedIn employee or whatever, you know, you're not going to know all of it. But my problem was, first of all, time. But more importantly, I'd get a whole bunch of it written and then they'd change it. (laughs) That was, you know, that button was no longer there or, you know, this is now called that or or whatever. And so I finally just gave up. Now, the the cool thing about a shook is it's little, it's bite-sized. I can revise it. Yes. And that's a very real thing, by Mm -hmm. the way. And I don't necessarily share that publicly often. When I start working with clients, Mm -hmm. I do. So... And I'll make sure um, I get you a couple printed copies of some shooks just so you could have. Um, and if you want to re- you know, donate yeah. them, that's fine. But I, I think uh, I at least owe you that. But um, I, I, see, I you, would give them to people who need to be meeting you well, because you. that's the other thing. Exactly. You know, and, 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 and let's be honest, you know, it's, it comes back to that word of mouth. Yep. You know, whether it's you know, that you've got to stand in somebody's office yep. or a trusted person is giving yes. you a copy and saying, hey, you need to check this out. That's the importance. Absolutely, of this. and referral strategies are very mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. for authors. But we actually, you know, so we we um, we depending on our authors. Sometimes we put them on Amazon. Sometimes mm-hmm. we just print up their books for them, and they right. have them in their office. Mm-hmm. Again, the local dentist doesn't need to be on Amazon. No. Someone like yourself would want to be on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Someone like myself is right. on Amazon because mm-hmm. I have a worldwide audience. Um, but we have a little. You'll see it there. We actually have a little special code on our copyright page that tells us. Because we, even though there is a version up there, that version of like Main Street Author, it's probably the eighth or ninth iteration. Mm-hmm. Um, no one knows that. Now, the right. person who bought the older one is not going to know. The person who's going to buy it today is not going to know. But I know that either mistakes were fixed mm-hmm. or I left something out that mm-hmm. should have been in there. And that has happened once or mm-hmm. twice. Someone oh, said, yeah. you know, why, why didn't you address this? I'm like, oh, yeah. good point. We went from A to C. What the heck happened right. to B? We mm-hmm. can fix it 
I don't have to print more books, but I typically do. So I have them in the office mm -hmm. and I can get them out, but it's up there. Mm -hmm. So what you share there is really this little hidden benefit. Um, and it's the reason why you don't want to have, you know, thousands of books, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a hundred or two, um, because it is a living, breathing thing. Mm -hmm. Now, again, I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh, I wrote it. I'm done with it. And in some cases that mm -hmm. may be right. But in depend, you know, the dentist one, mm -hmm. that's probably not going to change. Mm -hmm. Something on LinkedIn, something mm -hmm. about something that's very current. Mm -hmm. yeah, you want that flexibility. And uh, with print on demand, right. um, you definitely right. do that. And depending on what it is, you might have to update it yes. every year. You know, yeah. say you are a CPA. Yeah. Hello, tax codes change. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so then you want to make it clear that this is the 2020 edition. Um, you know, so it might be a different color. It might be, you know, something to, to really make sure that, that you differentiate it. Um, but, and, you know, that's, that's just kind of one of those things that, that goes with that, that line of business. But, um, yeah, you know, and, and, and what I don't like is when I get a book that is, you know, four or five or more years old, and there's a, a slip of paper that's stuck in it that says, for more current mm. information, click here to go to my website. Mm. Well, okay, first of all, I'm sitting there with the book, you know, and I'm not going to go and type their you know, huge long URL because they didn't give me a URL <laughs> shortener. Now, if I'm reading a, a digital version, yes, they can put a right. link in it, but I am almost never going to go to look for the updated information. Um, you know, I, if, if you felt the need to have to do something like that, then I'm sorry, do a new edition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, it's simple. In some cases it may not be required. I, I have worked with the CPA and mm -hmm. you're exactly right. Uh, he had to update it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do want to just mention Deb, uh, you know, one of the smart reasons to consider being a published author um, is there's something I talk about. I call it a shook-centric marketing mm -hmm. strategy. So when you have uh, your own book, your own shook, it enables you to market differently than your competition. Right. Um, and I call it shook-centric marketing. So it means a lot of your marketing is about get you know you, you have a problem, you have a challenge, you want to learn something, mm -hmm. get my book first. Mm -hmm. And this type of marketing, I did not come up with it. In my studies, I've actually, ironically, it has to do with mattresses. I have found mattress ads from the very early 1900s, mattress, uh, mat mattress manufacturer ads from the early 1900s that offer a free book mm -hmm. as the lead generation device for someone who's interested in a mattress. Hmm. So this concept of use a book first throughout the 20th century, mm -hmm. some of the most well-known businesses uh, and experts have used them. You see it today. I still see um, TV ads on different books mm -hmm. that people want to, are offering on Facebook. So if you're looking at two different uh, business owners who do the same thing, one's an author, one's not, one has a book-centric marketing strategy, one does what everyone else does, Without a doubt, the person who's the author has a, a an opportunity for a more sophisticated way to position and market his or her mm -hmm. business. Um, and it's again, it's very real. Mm -hmm. And you know, yes, people want to write books because they have it in them. That's great. But I would challenge a lot of folks, yourself included, that if you're looking for a different way to differentiate yourself, mm -hmm. 
and to promote your business and to have something that you can talk about on podcasts or whatever. Um, you know, there's nothing like being a book author. Right. And, and again, you know, you don't have to be thinking I'm what I do isn't important enough or, you know, all those yep. various things, because it's just like the, the, the guy who, who has the shook on mattresses. Okay. You know, maybe that applies to 10 people, but it applied to the right 10 people. I mean, you know, that's, that's back to, to marketing 101, knowing your niche, you know, all of those various things. And so, you know, it's, it's just, it, 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 as we've been saying, it's another marketing tool. And so how, you know, how are you going to reach those? It's, you know, so think about it, you know, who, who needs to get more of your message than you can tell them at a quick networking thing, or, you know, you know, maybe they're not going to read your blog, all of those various things. Who is that? And, and that's one of the things you talk about, you know, you need to, not only is this one subject, it's one main audience. You know, this is not the one size fits all book. And, and that's what a lot of the bigger books are for. You know, that is for the, okay, if you are a da 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 or a da da, this book is for you. No. You know, a shook is if you are a small business owner who works with, this book is for you. You know, and, you know, maybe you write 10 of those, you know, for, for different audiences, but, you know, and you mentioned this in your book and, and we've, we've talked about it here. You want it to seem like they're talking to you. So if I'm going, Ooh, wow. You know, they, they knew exactly what I'm having to deal with as opposed to the, this and the, this and the, this and the, this, Oh wait, look, there I am. The, this and the, this and the, this, you know, it's just, it's, it's more personal. So that comes all the way back to that whole no like and trust thing that, that we all know so much about. Oh my gosh, Mike wrote this book for me. Now, am I silly enough to think that I really am the only person he wrote it for? No. You know, I'm, I'm special, but I'm not that special. Um, but I know that, that because it is written for me and someone like me, it's not going to go off and talk about problems over here that don't pertain. Right. Um, you know, that's what that other book is for. And that, unfortunately, you know, so many people think, okay, if I'm going to be a book author, I have to write this encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. I have to write this tome. I have if to I'm write. If I'm going to take the time right, to do it's going it. To be three, and I, listen, I have now my eighth or ninth book, um, and, and none of them have been like that. Um, you know, it's, it, it doesn't have to be that way. It could be that way. Right. There may be a reason why. You know, and, and, and typically for the person who wants major media exposure, they mm -hmm. want to be on Good Morning America, they want to be a press tour, um, they want to be the big expert mm -hmm. in what they do. I'm not serving that person. Right. Right? Like that takes a real powerhouse media publishing entity to do mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. For the local Main Street business owner who's got a five mile you know radius of you know clients and customers. Um, it's a lot different. Right. And, um, you know, again, you can still leverage all the things we've talked about, but it's much more focused. I'm mm -hmm. working dead with a, a gentleman. Interestingly enough, he was a lawyer turned meditation expert. So he worked on Wall Street, New York City, high, high stress job. He and now he thought, has, ooh, yuck. <laughs> yeah, well, he now has a bricks and mortar meditation studio mm -hmm. where he teaches people meditation. Mm -hmm. We're working on a shook. So here's how specific it is. A, it's for people who can't sleep well. Insomnia. Okay, mm -hmm. so already, you know, right? 
And all he's teaching them is one breathing technique, one breathing technique, mm-hmm. which he can write in a shook with right. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one very specific mm-hmm. challenge, one very specific strategy. Mm-hmm. And all it's meant to do is get the person who's reading to say, wow, this guy could probably help me even mm-hmm. more. I need to find out more about mm-hmm. it. Um, and his plan is to do several shooks right. on different strategies. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and part of that is if he had, say, 20 different breathing strategies, people, first of all, they're not going to do it, you know, because they're like, okay, right. Right. Which, right. Which, one, which one am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. They're going to get mixed up. Yep. You know, they're going to put, you know, part of one with part of 20 and, yep. and, and then it won't work. And, you know, all those various things. And I mean, it's, it's, again, it's just like if he were to meet with them in person, if he gives them one thing to do, they can do it. If he gives them 20 or even yep. five, they're not going Amen. to do it. Amen. I call it the power of being pithy mm-hmm. and it's, it's real. And even though you may be the expert, know everything. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean your prospect, your consumer wants to know all that. Right. Everyone has overwhelm. Mm-hmm. The tighter and more simple you can deliver a message, the mm-hmm. better off you are. Right. You know, and, and I keep coming back to thinking about Starbucks. I don't know if this, I just haven't had enough coffee. You know, <laughs> the, the thing, and, and you've used the word focus several times. You know, if we're meeting someone in person, we do go off on tangents. We got, you know, we, we get sidetracked, all those various things. But when they've got a book that they're reading, they're reading about one thing. You know, now you might still need to meet with them, you know, at Starbucks or wherever and, you know, and, and talk about various things. But, you know, you've got their attention for one subject. And, and that's, you know, that and, and, you know, can you tell hello that I go off on, you know, I'm, I'm going to get sidetracked. So for me to be able to hand something to somebody and say, here's this one thing that I want you to learn, that's, that is the benefit to this. Yes. And I, you may have read it. Just to give a, a regular book recommendation, there was a book written called The One Thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've read it, but yeah. probably a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Um, I forget off the top of my head who wrote it, but it's a, it is a simple read, mm-hmm. The One Thing, and it really helps people just understand the power of being mm-hmm. pithy. Right. Right. Yeah, because we do go off on tangents. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, and, and so for me to be able to, to focus something is, is obviously a benefit. And, and I know that I'm not alone, you know, and, you know, there are, you know, everybody needs to focus and, and get that attention, get that, you know, that, that attention on that one specific thing as opposed to meeting with them and then talking about this and, oh, hey, look, there's so-and-so and you know, all those various things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Just don't underestimate it. I know. You know, and again, it's, it's quick, it's fast. Now we're not saying this is something that's going to take a day or two. Um, you know, in your book, you, you, uh, which is again, main street author, um, you know, it, it talks about, this is probably, you know, a, 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 a several month process, um, because from writing it to editing it, to designing it, you know, all those various things, it, primarily because most people, are not going to sit down and do the whole thing at once. Right, exactly. Now, I know some people who have done that. Um, you know, I, I, it's funny. I know several people. Actually, I think, I think there's three people that I know that will write an entire book. They will take an overseas flight. Hmm. And so they're a total captive on that plane for 12-ish hours. They'll write an entire book. You know, I also know people who rent hotel rooms and so they've, they're getting away all those various, 
99.9% of the people are not going to do that. So they're going to do a little bit here, a little bit there. And so not only are they writing a bite-sized book, they're doing it in bite-sized chunks. Yes. And, and we recommend that, by the way, mm -hmm. um, with our program, which is called the Main Street Author Program, mm -hmm. uh, shockingly, um, we step them through. It's about an 8 mm -hmm. to 12-week process mm -hmm. from initial idea to when you can have your printed books. Mm -hmm. And we slow them down. I mean, there's mm -hmm. times I have to slow them down because right. I want them to think through things. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the title alone takes time. Mm -hmm. What's right. the right title? Mm -hmm. So I love the concept of, you know, it's a bite-sized book that we create, craft in bite-sized chunks. You can, you, can, you can keep that. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, when we do it too fast, that's when we skip steps mm -hmm. because we're so enthusiastic that we forget that people didn't know how to do this part, you know, and, and so we need to, you know, but yeah, so it's, it takes time. So again, you know, but this is not writing war and peace. This is not taking years to do. It's, you know, a couple months and, you know, maybe you can dedicate more time to it to get it done a little bit faster. Maybe it's going to take you a little bit longer because you've got a lot of stuff yes. you're doing, but it's, it's a great tool to consider. So if they're going to consider it, how do they reach you? How do they find out more information about you? Well, thank you. First of all, thank you for this opportunity. I enjoyed this. This was fun. Been great fun. I appreciate it. Um, so I have a gift for everybody listening. Yay! And that gift is a couple things. It's a, uh, a hidden link uh, where you can actually read Main Street Author for free online. And uh, so I'll give you that link. I'll give you the audio book. So it's a professionally uh, narrated audio version, which I did not do. I'm from the Philadelphia area, so no one wanted to hear my Philly accent for an hour. Um, and, uh, oh, and I have something I call my Shook Building Blocks. Mm. These, they're designed to be printed off and cut up and really designed like, you know, hey, I want to put this here, this there, even oh, though okay. I give you the formula. It's just mm -hmm. it's a neat little way. So I'll give you those three gifts. Okay. Um, and nice. that link, Deb, is it's my main site, which is mm -hmm. MikeCapuzzi.com. Mm -hmm. And then it's MikeCapuzzi.com forward slash gifts, G-I-F-T-S. Okay. Mm -hmm. So MikeCapuzzi.com forward slash gifts. Perfect. And, uh, you'll be able to get those three things right away. Wonderful. Wonderful. You know, and I, I want to, you know, emphasize it again. I read the book in an hour ish, um, you know, and, and, and so, you know, Mike was good to his word. You know, it was a quick read. It was a fast read, um, you know, and, and so it, it, it is definitely something that's doable. I read it while I was, you know, kind of watching TV last night, um, you know, and, and so it, it is definitely something that I'm going to check out. I think it's a very interesting concept because I was always under the impression that it had to be the tone, you know, the, the writing, all sorts of things. And you know, to think, wow, I could just write something short and sweet. And get it done, Deb. Get right. it done and get it out yeah. there working for you. Yeah. And and that's the key. You know, we can always want to do this, have the good intentions. Yes. But if you don't have, and, and see, this is where I do need a copy of your book, Mike. You know, if you don't have the book to hand to somebody, your intentions mean absolutely nothing. Unfortunately, you're right. So what final thoughts do you have for everyone today? Well, listen, I would just challenge everybody. I would imagine I could make the case that just about any business owner should be a shook mm -hmm. author. I, pizza shop owner, mm -hmm. I don't care. I could make the contention that they could figure out a way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but I'd like to leave everybody with that challenge. I mean, so many folks would love to be uh, able to hand out their book, even mm -hmm. show their kids, their wife, their husband, their significant other, whatever. There's mm -hmm. something special. I would just say, listen, you can do it. 
Um, you are smart enough. If you're helping people already with products and services, you have what it takes to be a shook author. Mm -hmm. um, you know, read Main Street Author. I give you step-by-step -step directions. If you want to work with me, I'd welcome that opportunity to talk to you. But just do it. Your right. competition's not going to do it. Mm -hmm. So why don't you do it? Right. Perfect. I love it. Well, this has been so much fun and I can't wait to do it again. Um, so we will we'll definitely have you on again because I think this is a great tool for people. So I don't know, maybe I need to do it and then we talk about it. Well, no, listen, what we're going to do, Deb, we'll put it out there. I have a podcast called the Main Street Author Podcast. It's true. Mm -hmm. I only allow authors to be on it. So when See? You, when you so I can't be on it until I write? Right. Yes. Yes. So can, I'd love to host you. I love it. That sounds great. Well, until then, or until you're back on my program again, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having a fabulous time talking with Mike Capuzzi, and everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.